A reading from John 10, 11-16. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Well, I, I, you know, you and I could talk about this uh, for time and a day. Um, I am the good shepherd, and it's said twice. But what caught my attention uh, in the reading was what he says, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that, I don't think anybody hearing this at that time, because this is pre-arriving in Jerusalem, I believe, he's on the way to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but he's not there yet. And this whole business of laying down his life for his sheep, in other words, for those who are following him, those who have heard of him, those who are afflicted, those who represent uh, the sorry case of all humanity that has wandered so far away from God. But here he is saying that God loves his people so much that he has sent his son into the world to lay down his life for us. And then, of course, it gets into the why does that have to happen kind of question, which uh, you may be uh, you want, may want to address. Uh, but there's a depth to this that keeps on giving to the reader. You know, you come back to it and then you see more, and then you come back to it and you see more. And Jesus is uh, just indicating that his purpose, his mission from God is to do exactly that, to lay down his life for us. Mm. Yeah, and I love that. The second statement really stands out to me here, that sentence, the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. And so Jesus, he's contrasting himself with someone who's a hired hand. But what's interesting is, you know, this line about owning the sheep, because in Christianity, we belong to Jesus. This reminds me of how Paul, he often starts off his epistles. He says, I, Paul, a doulos of Christ Jesus. And that word doulos in Greek is slave. And essentially Christianity teaches that everyone belongs to someone or something. And we're either a slave to sin or we are a slave to God. And I think in our own hearts, especially in the modern world, we think, oh, well, being a slave to God, that doesn't sound very good. But God, you have to remember, he's not like us. He's totally different. And Jesus, he's highlighting the difference here. You know, God, as an owner of his people, he's the perfect master 
who always has the best interest of those who belong to him in mind. So much so that he actually gives of his own life for those sheep, which is just an incredible, uh, incredibly counterintuitive way to lead and love and care for those that belong to you. You know, David, I, in, in just what you said, it, it stirred up me a memory of uh, last Sunday when I was in church. And this is a, a fairly contemporary church, and it sings fairly contemporary songs. And this song I'd never heard before called Back to Life. You may have heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, but it has some amazing stanzas in it, and I, I, I just want to give one or two of them. Uh, one goes like this. I won't forget the moment I heard you call my name out of the grip of darkness into the light of grace. Just like Lazarus, oh, you brought me back to life. Mm. And then one other thing. No longer I who live, but Christ in no longer I who live, but Christ in me. For I've been born again, my heart is free. The hope of heaven before me, the grave behind. Hallelujah, you brought me back to life. Mm. And I, I was thinking of the kind of long journey I have been on because I would say that first stanza I just read is kind of emblematic of a person who had uh, shirked God, who was running away from God and was trying to embrace other things and all of them were like uh, water in my hands. And then there was a day, I won't forget the moment I heard you call my name, where that happened. Hmm. And I I just, this is a kind of a, a very short testimony of what it's like to go from that darkness that the uh, songwriter uh, mentions, but into the light. Uh, Mm. And Jesus later will say, I am the light of the world. And it's really true. And actually what happens after you have encountered God and you recognize what has happened, the rest of your life is a, a, a one of, uh, seeking to maximize, or not that, but seeking to engage Jesus, not only for yourself, but for others. And I think that that just came through when you were talking, and I just thought it'd be nice to share it. 